global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are slipping from records. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all declining this Thursday after European Central Bank President Mario Draghi downplayed the need for more stimulus measures to bolster growth. The S&P 500 index down six now to 21.79, a drop of three-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ is down six-tenths of one percent, down 29 points, 52.54 right now on NASDAQ. Dow Industrials down 61 points, a drop there of three-tenths of one percent. The 10-year down 22.30 seconds, yield 1.61 percent. Gold down 8.20 the ounce to 13.37, a drop all also of six-tenths of one percent, and crude oil surging after the inventories report up 4.6 percent now. Uh, West Texas Intermediate rallying 2.10 a barrel, 47.61 right now on WTI. I'm Charlie Palatin. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. As Charlie Pellet just said, uh, the European Central Bank leaving all of its key interest rates unchanged, uh, holding off on shifting its main policy levers even as inflation in the 19-country currency block remains stubbornly low. Here to tell us more is Danny Blanchflower. He's professor of economics at Dartmouth College, and he can be followed on Twitter at D underscore Blanchflower. Danny Blanchflower, thanks for being with us. Sure. Well... Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, they didn't really do anything. And the surprise is that um, actually if your job is to um, get inflation back to target and you forecast that over the time coming that you're not going to be able to get it to target, the obvious response ought to be that you should do something. Um, So that doesn't really hang together. But I guess the answer has to be later, later, um, more will be coming um, as they decide – um, whether they can go more negative, and what else it is that they can buy, given they've been buying almost everything that's out there. Well, I was going to ask you that if you are not capable, not you personally, but if you are running something and it doesn't work for 24 months, you know, you have an inflation forecast, is there a possibility maybe someone else with a different idea might be a good bet? <laughs> well, right. I mean, the, you know... The, the I mean, how come that does not apply to central bankers? <laughs> Well, they can only do what they can do, I guess. I mean, the problem for central bankers is that um, they have fiscal authorities as well that should try and and help them out. But they've all been AWOL for a really long time since they discovered Keynes for nine months in 2009. Hence why you've seen authorities around the world saying um, you need to see the fiscal authorities cutting taxes, putting in stimulus. Um, that's, That's kind of where we are. The central bank... Uh, has not got that much firepower sitting at the zero lower bound. And obviously the worry is that you would like rates to be up high so when the shock that inevitably comes hits you, you can cut rates and obviously you can. So I think in a way the ECB is looking at what additional things can it do, particularly with the Brexit shock that clearly we don't know how big a shock it is, but it clearly represents a negative shock to the euro area and to the UK. So, so essentially, Draghi's made it clear, shocks are to the downside, there's limited things that they can do, and whoop-de-doo, unemployment's only 10%, and inflation is 02 But if that's as good as it gets after eight years of uh, recession, you're right, you maybe should look at what the heck's going on. 
Well, what would you suggest? Is there anything that would be an alternative to economic stimulus that comes from governments? Because they seem to be recalcitrant in making well, that happen. Well, they, they, they are recalcitrant. I mean, in some sense, what we've learned is that this is simply not enough. We are clearly in um, some, some degree of, of, of stagnation. We have not uh, gone back to pre 2008 levels, but look back at Japan. We worried about the Japanese um, lost decade. Well, we're eight years into that lost decade in the UK, the US, and Europe. But let's still be aware that there are many countries in Europe, two countries especially in Europe, with unemployment rates above 20%. That's Spain and Greece. And I'm just looking at the graph here uh, of inflation rates in July 16, and I count 12. 12 EU countries, Bulgaria, Croatia, Slovenia, Spain, Netherlands, Poland, Cyprus, and, and so it goes on in Italy, all still in deflation. So the answer is, you're right, this is eight years in and it's failed, time to do something different, but nothing different is really on the table. So there's no obvious way out, and there's a shock coming. A shock that would do what to the system? Well, I, I mean, let's just think about, I'm not saying there's a shock coming tomorrow, but there is a thing called the business cycle, and these uh, the, the, the hasn't been repealed, right? No, it's not been repealed. Of just course just not. checking. You're just checking. Like, well, last time I looked, it hadn't. Well, because so, you know, just just to give you the sorry for the aside, but you know, sure. Mario Draghi said today, uh, for the time being, the changes are not substantial enough to warrant a change in policy. There is no question about the will to act or the ability to do so. Huh? Well, I, I understand that, but I'm looking at point two, a forecast of 0.2% inflation for 16, 1.6 in 17, which looks uh, unlikely, and 1.7, I think it is, in, in, in 18, um, and go back to the unemployment rate of 10%. So this is great news, I suspect not. Um, I mean, that's obviously a considerable worry. You can go to the Eurostat website and you can look at these unemployment rates. And we're looking at, you know, 11.6 11 11 in Italy, 9.9 um, in France, 19.9 uh, in Spain, 23.3 in Greece. And, and we're celebrating saying there's not much that we can do. Um, not good. All right. Not, not good. Let, but let's say you get the call from Angela Merkel. And she says, you know, Danny Blanchflower, you've got experience. You're on the, uh, the policy-making committee of the Bank of England. You're also a professor of economics at Dartmouth. Mm. Um, you get one wish. What would you wish that the European Central Bank would do or that my government should do? Well, your government should start to do a very large fiscal stimulus, go and start to think about a trillion euros to start with, uh, investing in the infrastructure and capital investment and so on to help out the ECB. This is obviously where we have to go. They've been reluctant to do that. I mean, the worry, Pim, in a way, is that if you think back to the 30s, what caused the Great Depression to go away? The answer was a huge fiscal expansion in preparation or in actuality of a war. That's what got the Great Depression over with, a huge fiscal expansion. Well, we'll have to wait and see whether the Germans are willing to spend the money to help Europe. Thanks very much. Danny Blanchflower, Professor of Economics, Dartmouth College. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Bloomberg Taking Stock, have you ever wanted to create your own business? Well, one couple has created an educational and play tool that's composed of bendable blocks. We've got details next.